Welcome to Tiny Town Library Podcast. We're coming to you straight out of the library with town news, community updates, book recommendations, and an interview with a person of interest. My name is Bonnie. I'm the library director at the Daylin Memorial Library. And with me today, I have Miss Joanne. Hello there. Remind us, what do you do for the library? <laughs> oh, not much. I'm the, I am your children's librarian. Excellent. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. And I also have Amy Wyman here, who Hi. is our interlibrary loan specialist and our awesome book recommender. And we're, we're switching the order up a little bit today. Um, our special guest is already here. And we don't want to waste her time because not only is she a busy mother, but she is a member of the Mont Vernon Village School PTA, which is why we invited her here today. So instead of doing, you know, all the fun news and and ending with our interview, we're going to open with our interview. Exciting, right? right? Perfect. So welcome to Rebecca Hagedorn. Yay! Thanks for coming. Who is our alternate second guest? Um, Our alternate is Emmett. Hi, Emmett. Who is showing us a very fabulous Lego creation. That looks good, Emmett. Mm-hmm. Emmett is four, mm-hmm. and he's here visiting, too. I like that. It's cool, Emmett. Mm-hmm. What is it? Ice cream. Oh, ice cream. that looks like ice cream. Perfect. I wish it was ice cream. I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, why is Rebecca here today? Well, Rebecca is here um, as our PTA representative to talk about... The big event. Mm-hmm. Would you like to talk about it? Well, first sure. she has to tell us what, how she Oh, here, right? oh, my heavens. Again, all right, we do need to know this question. Yeah. How did you land in Mount Vernon, Rebecca? Well, we've been here, uh, so we moved into town November uh, of 2015, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, and so you're a baby in town. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Um, so my husband works for Fidelity Investments and we were living down in Framingham, Massachusetts Mm -hmm. and he was traveling an hour and 15 minutes Mm -hmm. uh, to work Mm -hmm. and we had Cecilia who was just not even one at the time. And now she is in? And now she's in third grade and she's eight years old. Um, and so we decided that we wanted to get closer to Merrimack. Um, and we happened to look in Amherst, and we looked in Mount Vernon, and we found our home. And this is our forever, forever home. You feel oh, forever you here? That's good. I, I think so. I do too. I love it here. I looked on your street when I moved here, and it was like brand new houses, a brand new development. Hardly anybody had moved in yet. Mm-hmm. So you have one of those new good streets where kids can learn to ride bikes, and it's paved. And it's a beautiful loop yes. to walk. It First is. to the dump, my agent said. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. She's like, I'm going to take you on a street that's just been developed, and the good news is you'll be first to the dump. And I was like, excellent. Well, we we call it the transfer station. That's true. Right. It, it sounds it sounds day. fancier. Yeah. It's it very elegant. The mall, the mall. Well, yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so funny. So, how many houses did you look at in Mount Vernon? I think we looked at. It wasn't that many, to be honest. I think it was four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you had a lot of kids on the street too. Well, you did. Um, the bells. They're Yeah, so they, right, they all grew up, but the, then we, the family that moved in also has three. So oh. we, um, yeah, but we have a lot of good babysitters on oh, the nice. street. Oh, my goodness. It's, 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 a, it's a mix of the of high school, like middle school, high schoolers, and then so we oh, have the young ones. So To have a babysitter that you don't have to drive home, 
It's, it's excellent. Secret of success. It's, 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 it's fantastic. New moms. Save your marriage. <laughs> when you're moving to a house, look for that. Very good. Yep. All right. Well, that's good. All right. Some more questions. Okay. What is your favorite season? My favorite what? season? Um, I think we're in it. Hang on a second. No, wait. I'm that's all... your speed round question. What are we doing? You got to ask Oh, you know what? I don't know why. I'm now all just... Now you can go to the secret question. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> okay. Forget okay. it. You put your reading glasses on. I, I don't know what's happening. Um, PTA question. We yeah. just want to know. Yeah. So I think the, your position is actually the... Re, are, you're not reflections. You're... I'm the, the enrichment um, coordinator. Mm, so awesome. I help to kind of put together different um, after-school type programs, which... Are you the field trip coordinator then? Do they have field trips anymore? No. No, no field trips? Well, the, the... I think each class has like one that they do, but we what we have is um, some money set aside for each grade level, and I think what they do is they use the money towards their field trips. Okay. Okay. Is, I think how that's kind of evolved. So once PTA raises money, then you get a little bit of that to use for enrichment. Is that how it works? Um, See, I'm from the old days. Right. It's a little... The rules have changed. So there really isn't any money in enrichment. Um, the Right now we're doing an art... Um, uh, Michelle Folan is doing an art club uh, called Creature, Creature Crafts on Mondays. Um, with kindergarten through third grade. Um, but we did have uh, a, a small fee uh, to help pay for supplies because we don't actually have any funds because the only funds in enrichment go to the, the school for their field trips. I think okay. so. I've seen I've seen posts about the, the creature crafts. Right. So I bet it's well received. It is. That's yeah, great. It is. So I think in the... Um, uh, next year, or the second half of the school year, we're going to do it for the older mm -hmm. crew and maybe switch it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. So who's running PTA now? You have a whole new crew this year, right? We do, yep. So um, Kara um, Kaczynski, I believe is how you say the last name, um, is our president, and uh, she is fantastic and wonderful and involved in everything. Um, and you know, I actually don't have a list of everyone. Well, I can remember now. some. Um, Kathleen Reed. Yes, she's the VP. And um, Fran F. Tantis. Yes, she what is she our treasurer. Treasurer. Yep. And uh, Sharon Foley. Yes, she is doing um, um, membership. Okay. Yeah. So anybody else? There. Some good. Anybody else? And then Sarah uh, uh, Jellison. Jellison. Mm -hmm. Yes, and she is doing, um, she's the one who posts all of our stuff on Facebook mm -hmm. um, and helps to advertise all of our events. Wonderful. So that's a good team. Have you worked with these people? I, this is my first time because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a newbie this year as well. Um, yes, but, but you're a veteran because you ran the Amherst Preschool, so you know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, it's not it's not my first time on yeah on on a, a board. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, so it's. Um, but I have to say that 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 is one thing about PTA officers. I think it's always best and brightest people who are like really like generally interested in making it as good as it can be for their kids. But the the trickle effect is it's good for everybody. You know, like exactly that you have. Um, a particular standard that you're like, I, I want this event, I want that event, and it, that means I have to chair 
an event mm-hmm. or be an officer, that's what I do. So, yeah. like, we yeah. had We've our, all done PTA. Yeah, we've all done PTA in that way. Amy was the president. Yeah. I was in charge of enrichment. Okay. I was volunteer coordinator, which turned out to be a perfect <laughs> job for me because then I got to know, like, all the families in town mm-hmm. um, in a way that maybe I wouldn't have if I was just, like, a volunteer at field day. But instead, I had to find 36 people to run field day. So then you start mm-hmm. to know everybody. So it's yeah. a good... Um, it's a good starting. That's one thing we're position. we're lacking a little bit is is some of the volunteerism. I would say just mm-hmm. because you know I You're might not the only one right. I might be able to do more with some of the enrichment, um, but it's just finding people to be able to you know lead them because um, I can't do it all with mm-hmm. having some young kids and I don't know anything about robotics you know so if we want mm-hmm. I know there are some interested in, in that but we don't really at this point don't have anybody to to run that you know what mm-hmm. I've noticed there are a lot of dads at the bus stop now in the morning in the afternoon because maybe they're working from home mm-hmm. and exactly so maybe a little more uh, double parent situation so like they're both working but somebody's at home and somebody's heading into the office but I'd love to see a dad's barbecue or like you know something Mm -hmm. like that I always feel like um, a a good trick tricking people into coming to a fun event and um, you know there's a little bit of work, but there's a promise of so much fun Mm -hmm. that they can't stand it and um, (laughs) and then before you know it what but yeah I know I know it can be tricky but um we the three of us were just at an event your bingo was so much fun yeah PTA did a great job on boo bingo yes. I couldn't believe how many people turned out I was like this is a slam dunk well last year when they had it it oh, was wow. well received and so they wanted we wanted to switch it up and do um a do something time. yeah I do it at a different time I know that one looks kind of hard yeah. And it's working on a Lego set. Yeah, we might have to. It's difficult. Yeah, we might have to, <laughs> to pick a different one. Um, but I wasn't able to attend that. Unfortunately, I was out of town, but it sounded like it was great. It was great. It was, it was fun. really fun. And uh, we did, what, two or three rounds in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And... I stayed for a round. I didn't win, but I was close. Mm-hmm. I was very close. So Next time. So, yeah, it, yeah you do a lot of great events. <laughs> So, but we did ask you here to talk about your big event that's coming up, the Winter Wonderland event. Would yes. you like to talk about that? Sure. Um, so I think when we were t- discussing it and how it would look different, um, just because coming out of COVID, it turned into the Avenue of Lights. Mm-hmm. I like So that. this year it's kind of going to be um, a cross, a, a, a matchup of Avenue of Lights meets Breakfast with Santa is oh. what, because that used to be, because okay. we did Breakfast with Santa, I mean, my family, um, mm-hmm. you know, for a couple of years until COVID happened, and then that kind of fizzled because of getting everybody together. What time will it be? So the Wonderland Winter Wonderland event is um, Saturday, December 3rd from 6 to 8 okay. at the Mont Vernon Village School in the NPR room. And what will you be eating with Santa, if not breakfast? Um, <laughs> Brainer, is there food? So um, there, I think we're gonna have um, light uh, refreshments. Mm-hmm. I heard cookies. I heard cookies mm-hmm. as well. We were discussing cocoa possibly maybe. popcorn. Yes, mm-hmm. hot cocoa, I believe, is on the menu. Um, so this year, what we're doing a little different is it's going to be ten dollars per family. 
So okay. we will have someone. Um, do I have to buy tickets ahead? Do you do it at the door? No, just at the door. Um, and so when you come in, um, what you will find inside, which I, so I heard that we're doing a story time with Miss Joanne. We are. Yes. And Very I believe excited. a special someone uh, by the name of Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus is a very good friend of mine, mm. and she'll be with yeah. me doing the story time. I love her. I love her, too. She is the force behind I love her outfits. We all know. Um, <laughs> yes. Behind every good man is Mrs. Claus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So I'm looking forward to that. Yes. So that's on the agenda. Um, we're going to have gingerbread uh, cookie decorating. That's fun. Um, In the NPR? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be a station for making reindeer food. Oh, that's important. Yes, um, which will be... I mean, if they stop at every house in town and we've been... Yeah, <laughs> I know it. Um, some holiday games, uh, pin the carrot on the snowman, I believe is one. Oh, um, that's good. Possibly a snowball toss or a... Um, so it sounds like a carnival with crafts and food. Yeah. And what about Cute. the tree... Raffle. So the tree raffle, yes, that's also something that's happening. Um, We're a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, because I, I believe the, I think it's the um, police department is doing one, and possibly, where's the fire station might be doing one. I the think PTA we is doing one to do one. Right, so you might be surprised. Um, you know who might show up with one. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be uh, the for that the raffles is going to be a dollar a ticket or um, three dollars for five tickets. All right. Well, I don't want to brag, but you're going to want to bid <laughs> on our tree. I know. So we're our theme. Look. Oh. Should I say it out loud? Yes. yes. We're doing the little blue trucks Christmas theme. So we love this event that you guys do, and we've done it quite a few years now. So we always do a book uh, book theme. Okay. So you get. The book that we do? That's no good. That's no good, Emmett. Emmett and I are putting together a beautiful pony bead corn item. And we just got a bum a bum bead, so pay no attention to us. But this is gonna be really, really good. And so hopefully there's lots and lots of trees. You're gonna get a little blue truck yep. with ours. Whoever wins our right. raffle, you're gonna get a beautifully decorated tree, but we also have a real metal truck yep. that mm -hmm. truck. is creating. Mm -hmm. And we're giving the book away too. Yeah. That's, so that's, that's in cool. addition to the ornaments and all the fun that's going to be on, so mm -hmm. check Definitely. out the library tree. It's going to be good. Step it up, folks. We Step did. it up, the other departments. <laughs> we do can't be beat here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're bidding on those, right? And then the um, book fair will be going on as well in the. Um, Is it BOGO? Buy one, get one. I don't. I haven't heard that oh, yet. I get books as gifts for the holidays, so I'll be checking that. Will yeah. it also be in the NPR? Or will it be that is going to be in the um, like the lobby area in front of the office. Private shopping. Oh, okay. Yes. So inside. Ah, Last smart. year it was in the breezeway outside. Right. We're bringing it inside. Smart. Yeah. It could be freezing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And then. Um, Oh, the, light the avenue of lights, and then yep. So the outdoor light display will still be happening, and we did this year ask if the community wanted to get more involved in that piece, mm -hmm. and so there are people who um, in town who are going to be putting on their own little light displays. The so the PTA is doing one as well. I believe the um, the Girl Scouts are doing one. I've heard about the Girl Scouts. Yeah, I donated yeah. to that project. That's, that's going to be a good one. Is that it? Oh, is that? I don't know. I, I hope it is. 
Some, I think it's for that. They put a cry out for empty milk jugs and put a picture up, and I was like, oh, the competition. Oh, I know. Yeah. That looks good. That looks hard. Yeah. Now, will, um, <laughs> it's like a lot of work. Will, will Santa be joining us? So, to or be honest, we have had a hard time getting in touch with Santa. He's very, He's very busy. busy. I know this. Mm-hmm. I know. So The kids have been very good this year, so probably double the toys, right? <laughs> I know it. So, we are, um, we're, it's, it's TBD. We're not, okay. uh, we're not totally I'm not sure worried. if I'm not worried. it. We might need to have it, it. Might it might not be Santa? It might be. Um, well, it's good you're an elf. Is it called Breakfast with Santa? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I'm. I have every confidence in you. You'll find the perfect guest. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fun. You're the first weekend of December. I know Messiah is not going to be in town this year. No, they are not. And um, they usually are the first weekend. So right. this will be the fun event that we get to do right out of the gate after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get in the mood, everybody. Oh, yeah. There's snow. Oh, so the snow. Avenue of Lights, yes. where will you be? Like, um, the first year they did it, we drove down. The second right. year, we walked down. Mm-hmm. And how will you get to it this time? So I believe it's going to be walking, and that um, seems safer to walk. Yeah, I liked and it walking talk. better. Walked, I liked talked. it better it was walking. A gorgeous night. Yes, but where um, do you start? So I think it'll probably be how it has how it has flowed the past um, like last year, where you start on the if you're looking at the school on the left hand side of the building that where the um the road that goes around mm-hmm. the the yes Alps. exactly I'm, okay I'm, so don't hold me to it though because i'm i'm coordinating with um some of the other pt members on the inside i'm oh. not on the outside so so uh, I should be probably talking to you to about ca- where I'll be set up. Yes, I did hear that we were going to actually have you in the library. I've heard all kinds of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, so. and I think part of that is maybe to get people to go through the book fair to you in oh, the because library. Oh, just see. so that we don't, we're not too disconnected. Um, plus, we also thought that having you do some do reading in the NPR might be too um, loud, loud and hard for everyone to hear. Uh, so, yeah. a more a more of an intimate um, setting. Oh yes, I that's, can't wait. That's what we were discussing. We actually fun. have a PTA meeting this evening um, in the library at the school at okay. six thirty. Oh, I wish I could Ooh. come, but I'm getting my hair cut. Oh I, my I goodness. <laughs> So that yes, yeah, so, and anyone in town is is available to to attend do or people, be a member, right? You do people to to attend school. your exactly. meetings that aren't um, We haven't had any um, any community members. Um, I think we usually have the principal, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Lecklider, usually does attend if he's available. Um, who's your liaison? Who's the teacher that comes? Oh, I know this answer. Um, used to be Kim Tosh. She used to come to hers. Charlene Brown. Oh, it is. Well, well, she came to it last time. She was telling me about it. Is she one of them? Well, uh, we usually have um, Kim. um, Oops, hang on. Hi, Scott. Thank you. We're having. This is a fantastic picture. Is it for me? Yeah, that's for you. Uh, I think it was what, 78? September 1978. Scott. Has just brought in a picture of my water tower <laughs> and all amazing. her former glory. I come up with weird things, don't I? <laughs> I'm going to frame that. 
I'm going to your house. We got good Thank stuff in your house. Thank you so much. I got a lot of junk. Thank John's <laughs> treasure. Oh, it yeah. still has the tank on it. I wish the tank was still on it. Me too. And a, a <laughs> railing. Thank There's you. your outline to finish. Okay. <laughs> when she writes that grant for restoration. All right. Yes. This is what it'll look like. Okay. Thank you so much. I love it. Good, Good to see you. you. Bye. Um, as always, we are open, so our <laughs> podcast interruptions are welcome they because are. these are real people. Look yeah. at that photograph, you guys, cool. of my water tower. I love it. That was nice. Um, sorry for the interruption. All right, I have one more thing um, okay. before your speed run. Okay. So Rebecca was also the chair of the town cleanup this year. Oh, you did an awesome job. 10, I thought you did a fabulous job. Thank this you. is a thankless job. Carolyn Morris. I know, picking up garbage. Family. Caroline, sorry. Um, had done it for years, and uh, I called her because I said, oh, there's somebody who might want to try it. And I I loved how it was the same but different, and then you enhanced it, and really, really good communication. The garbage pickup things yeah. were cute. It was garbage. really good, the little pickers, pickers. that you yeah. cut out. So yeah. I hope that you're going to continue, um, if you don't share it, but that, you know, that's, <laughs> it's a, it's a service that needs to be done that... I agree. How I much mean, garbage should you people pick up? go out and pick up one piece of garbage, that's better than one person picking up 100 pieces of garbage, right? Yeah. It's, I it's mean, I don't know exactly how much because we didn't do, you know, like a one-day thing Way where, you know, we all had it in one I spot. I was appreciated that, too. The yeah, it was warm. Right. Yeah. So, and what we had, what I... The way that I wanted to kind of get people involved was we did... Um, a, uh, we raffled off um, some gift cards, oh. and uh, and actually it was that. the PTA that gave me some money towards it. Oh, they did. Nice. They did. Look at the community. Oh, yeah. In there. yeah, that's wonderful. Because um, we were we were trying to see how we could would could work together to do it, but that you know because it kind of was a little bit late. Um, that we they uh, gave me some money towards the gift cards to local stores. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so I ended up giving away was it three or four different gift cards? Awesome. Uh, general store uh, to Toyland and one of oh. our one of the um, it was actually one of Emmett's friends, um, Marin, who got who got the, one of the gift cards to Toyland for oh, picking I up bet with her she family. She was so excited. Yeah. Did you help your mom give out the the gift cards? Did you have anything to do with that fun? It. Um, he was probably in the car with her. It's <laughs> fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, That's always fun. I yeah, think. I you know I I love the idea of Mama. of having it be you know from. Spanning generations. We got the pie out. What? We got the pie out. Oh, Emmett's very excited about the pie that we purchased from preschool in the village uh, oh. to eat at our Thanksgiving dinner. What kind of pie week. is it? It's a fruit of the farm pie. That's my <laughs> favorite. Fruit of the farm? It sounds mm -hmm. like a mystery it to is. me. All right, well, well we fun. are very much looking forward to the winter event. Thank you to PTA for inviting us because... Um, this little project will rejuvenate us and get us all ready I know, it's for fun. Christmas. We're all yeah. excited. And uh, we'll look forward to decorating and helping you. So yes, I'm, I can't wait invite. to see it. Oh, good. Are and you so ready now, for speed round? Now the speed round. I do apologize for my discombobulation. I know. Yeah. She can't remember. I bet she doesn't remember. Okay. The Here's our number one question. Okay. The last book you read, go. Oh, uh, Good Inside by Becky Kennedy. Uh-huh. I'm actually listening to it on... Oh, um, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, well, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of time. Oh, thank <laughs> you. And the next question. <laughs> <laughs> next question. You don't have a lot of time. You can yeah. put your bell ringer. I know. I, I don't have a lot of time to sit down and, and read a book, so I tend mm-hmm. to try to listen to while a While you're doing your work. While I'm, yeah, while I'm. In the I'm car, doing the laundry. In the car, mm-hmm. yeah, doing laundry, walking mm-hmm. the dog, yeah. just mm-hmm. any time that That's I can find. That's yeah. wonderful. You want to ding my bell again, mm-hmm. Emmett? Right. Gonna, I'm going to ask a question. And when I'm done, you're going to ding the bell. You ready? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Come over here. It's very important. Favorite season? Good job. Uh, I would say we're in it right now. Right now? Yeah. Pretty wet. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Like the whole holiday season, the, 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 the Thanksgiving. The, yeah, the fall, the changing of the, It was you know. a spectacular fall. Oh, so mm. like not the winter season, no. but the fall season. Yeah, no, not no. so much the winter. Oh. Um, you know, like I'm holding on to wearing my uh, my vest yeah. right now, mm-hmm. and but it really is not necessarily really a vest to wear. <laughs> it's today. a little cold out it's there, It's a little bit colder. I, w- I should have been wearing my cute knitted hat as well right it was um sleeting out there a i saw bit it earlier. yeah it's happening our library sometimes reminds me a bit of a snow globe there's so many yes. windows mm, and you just look up and i'm like what is going on yeah, out there yeah. all right so enjoy it you still have a look here it is emmett it didn't fall i caught it we're, still, we're still working on it all right are you ready to hit the bell again oh, yeah. you ready all right i'm gonna ask my question what's your favorite thanksgiving side dish that's a tough one. Mm. Um, pies. Pies. <laughs> pies. Side dish is a pie the pie for, for side dish. Everything. All right. I would probably have to say um, my dad makes a pretty fantastic stuffing. Mm. Get that recipe. Yeah. Do you stuff the bird? You or think you know it, it until you have to make it without him. And then you're like, what was it? We so growing up, we never did this. We never stuffed the bird um, usually, but this is a is a stuffing where he would do um, like sausage mm, and hamburg and like wow. a mm, yeah big mix, um, and you know tearing up his own bread and mm-hmm. the whole thing. So, so did you try to follow it the recipe? He still um, he still makes it. Oh. Perfect. Um, That's how nice. you're supposed to put That's chicken special. stock over it to make it yeah. moist. My dad used heavy cream. Yes. Oh, wow. Literally like, yeah. I've never and heard of such a thing. That is the secret to mine. It may not taste like it. Like, you can't replace yeah. it. If you put chicken stock, wow. it just tastes like so Well, crystal. I wonder if I'll make that myself because I have. So um, I thought you were going to say weight wine. I mean, that would also work. That would work too. Well, because I do have my daughter my are listening, they're like, hey, is a vegetarian. <laughs> so I wonder if I could. So I make two kinds of stuffing. Uh-huh. And the other vegetarian kind is like mm. not as good. Heavy Sorry cream. to say. I'm going to have it a little cream. shot. Wow. All right. That's good. All right. Mm. Emmett, are you ready to hit the bell again? Or do you want me to do it? He's going to. Right? All right. What is a perfect date night? Go ahead, Emmett. Mm. What is a date night? That's a good question. <laughs> you must remember. Um, yeah, with with Papa. With Papa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You um, know. You. <laughs> and Nana would stay with us. And Nana would stay with you. Oh, that is a perfect. 
perfect date night for yeah. you, Emmett. Usually, and I think he's saying that because usually when, when Nana comes to visit, she likes it for us to go out. Oh, for, that's nice. Oh, that's I'm lovely. I'm trying to meet that Nana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lovely. I, I think for uh, for Clark and I, my husband, we tend to try to you know try some a new place that we haven't been to before. I like so bananas. Bananas. A banana would be a good date, I think. So we went to in October. We went to Peterborough to. Oh, I can, I'm not going to be able to remember the name. Waterhouse. Mm. It was um like a an Asian style. Mm, it was, it was small, um, but it was very, it was good. It was mm-hmm. very good. I'll have Pearl? To... Yes. yes. Pearl is good. It only has like 10 tables, but they have oysters and delicious tea. Yeah. It's hard to get a table I, usually, too. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was really I, great. Don't leave. I'm going to come to you. I have one more. Ready, Emma? Are you going to do the bell? Our la- my last secret, my question is, what is your secret talent? Right. Secret talent. What would we not so, believe about you? <laughs> so I, I, I got a little hint that this might be I a question. Because I'm nice. And I was thinking about it, and I, I was, like, it. really struggling with it. And How, do you like it? I do. I it could be it. anything, though. <sighs> So I asked my How husband I make what my tea? secret talent like, is, uh-huh. and, and so did I make this for you. You made it for me. Thank you so much. He told me my secret talent is that I make the best meatloaf ever. That's bragging right there. So I just decided that's gonna be that's gonna be it because I can't do anything. Um, are you a good cook? Were you raised a cook? I yes, I was. Yeah, my mom is a fantastic cook, and she's. She's still um, experimenting with with things and her secret talent is meatloaf. Oh, I love meatloaf! I had to step away for a hot second. Um, Oh, what's so secret in it? Did you say what the secret is? Uh, No, what's your secret? No, well, I I think in my mom, my this is one thing that I didn't get from my mom is my mom is a is a. Uh, recipe follower to a T. Oh, really? And Not me. I no, me either. I tend I'm, to, I'm you know. Yeah. So I, I don't really follow a recipe for my my meatloaf. Mm. Um, so you have to have something that's always Does it have the same. Ketchup on top? No, spicy. no, no ketchup, no ketchup on top. That was my, so my mom made meatloaf when I was a kid and I did not like it. It was probably my least favorite meal. Oh, she's not listening. <laughs> it's, I don't, and that wasn't that it was, I wasn't big into ketchup back then. Oh, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I, my secret ingredient would probably be um, Worcestershire sauce. Oh, that oh, is that is a secret. I just heard that they call ketchup and mayonnaise and mustard the dying condiments. Is that because all sauces oh. come in little squares and you because your young kids yeah, think about your children? Yeah, my Lily does like um, mayonnaise and Jackson does like mustard, but mm. neither one of them will touch ketchup. <gasps> we go through so much ketchup at my house. Anyway. So I didn't mm-hmm. know if it was like my older. my kids are not condiment kids. Yeah, it's it's no. Nope. Yeah. So anyway, I was just listening on NPR mm-hmm. that they were it, they called them the dying condiments. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Weird. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna, on their own, but. I'm gonna try <laughs> your secret ingredient to meatloaf because I like meatloaf a lot. Yeah, meatloaf or even um, meatballs too. 
Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, um, best of luck with your event. Thank you so much. It's not just about the um, fun events that you put on. It's a lot of work, and you have to raise membership dollars. So if you are listening and you're a parent over at the Village School and you don't have um, – your membership update. <laughs> yeah. mm. Join the PTA. Even if you're easy. not a parent. Yeah, yeah, you can give a little money to PTA, make sure it goes good. Yeah, it can be just a donation. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, important. It's a very important mm-hmm. thing that you're doing. So thank you. $10 gets you in for the winter event. And this. it's indoor, outdoor. That sounds super fun. Mm-hmm. Eat dinner at home, have cookies and cocoa, mm-hmm. and Go visit Mr. Man in that story time room, right? Yeah. Yes. It'll be fun. It will be fun. Thank right, you so for much coming. for coming. Emmett, thanks for coming. Emmett, you were awesome. Thanks for inviting <laughs> us. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, we're back. We reversed the order here and went with our interview first. And she's off and running for school pickup. It's important. <laughs> Don't be late, right? Don't get forget your children. Get so mad at you. So uh, we're going to go back to community news. And there's so much good news from the library that mm-hmm. I am going to spend a minute um, talking about. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The library trustees and the library building committee sent out the request for proposal on the new library project. It's yes. so exciting. I'm so excited. So Yay. many years of work and decisions all came to this moment. And um, DSK, the library architect, delivered the construction plans. Did you see that giant, yeah. massive delivery come Huge. in? Very I think exciting. it looks like 900 pages. It's big. It's, it's a big stack of paper. And the design, the site documents and the design documents have all arrived mm-hmm. on time, under budget. Fantastic job DSK did. And they took all that information and they put together a request for a proposal. If, you're, if you don't know what that is, um, you have to put the project out to bid mm-hmm. to... In this case, a construction management firm, mm-hmm. and they will take that huge document and float through it and decide how much it costs to build that beautiful building. And of mm. course, we're hoping for very competitive bids uh, that then you mm-hmm. can create a warrant article based on that bidding process because right. then you'll know amount. how a dollar amount. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll write a warrant article, and hopefully, you will see a vote for the new library in March town meeting 2023. Okay. So, this is amazing. And um, in addition to that, the other good news is that the Mont Vernon Library Charitable Foundation, who is helping raise money for the project, uh, they have come in with two final fundraisers for the end of the year. One is Naming Rights November. <laughs> so in front of me, I have this map of the building. And oh, it I is, do like ooh, that. That's fun. It's all gridded wow. out. Um, I'm going to take one of those. Okay, good. So all the spaces from A to Z plus two extra ones. So what is that? 28 spaces available in the library for mm-hmm. you to attach your name to. And it can, wow. I want the kitchen. That's J. <laughs> so if you go on the map, J, kitchen, <laughs> and then I run over the grid and I say for $25,000, okay. it could be the Bonnie Angelus hmm. kitchen. I what think is, that's fitting. What does that mean? Mm. It means there'll be a little plaque outside the door that, that thanks me for the naming rights on the kitchen, yeah. right? Like that, that <laughs> sounds amazing. Cho- have you told your family yet? I haven't yet. <laughs> I'm thinking Santa might drop it off in the chimney, <laughs> right? That would be awesome. But not to make light of it. These are very generous contribution levels that you are rewarded with your name mm-hmm. on that room till the end of time. It is similar to Sophia Dayland, right? Mm-hmm. Giving right. Uh, her name to mm-hmm. this building because she gave all the money for it. So the new library, she's our first naming, right? Mm-hmm. Will continue to be named the Sophia 
G. Daylin Memorial Library in her name, the adult reading room. We received a million dollar donation from Sherry Conyers, who wanted the room named after her husband. So mm -hmm. the adult reading room is the David Lawrence Moore reading room. That is very distinguished mm. and just such yes. a generous, thoughtful, forever. He will be remembered. Yes, yeah. he will be remembered. And um, the fireplace has been claimed. Mm -hmm. Spencer Levette and his wife, Judith Cole, have claimed the fireplace, which is um, kind of this open, double-sided fireplace that floats in the adult reading room and the community kind of, I'll call it a community coffee area right in the front of the library. Um, it's awesome. It's, it's a real focal great. point in the library. So his and her name are going to be on that. And then I have exciting news. Nobody knows yet. Okay, let's spell Probably the by the time I, I publish this podcast, you'll know that the front porch was claimed this morning. Wow. So I cannot say the name. They don't want to be named yet. Okay. They they need to share the news with their family and make a decision if they're going public or wow. not. Okay. But um, for $75,000, that donor will enjoy the view yeah. um, from the front porch of the library. So that's really exciting. And there's a lot of asks out in the community right now. And Good. I am asking everybody who's listening to this podcast right now, if you are interested in having a forever name on this building's already 113 years old. I'm mm -hmm. imagining this new right. library will uh, be at least 100 years, correct? Mm -hmm. uh, your name could be sure. on any one of these spaces, and it includes indoor and outdoor spaces. So it could Great. be the gardens, um, oh. the patio in the front, the the porch is one of them, but there's also this garden. Well, they're calling it. There's a memorial garden. There's a memorial garden. Mm. The north patio you can name. The programming room. The chill. Oh, in the children's space. Mm -hmm. So there's a children's room that has a big amount attached to it. So 150 thousand gets you like on the outside as you're going into the children's room. Mm -hmm. But there's this darling little reading nook in there. I know. I'm excited about oh. that. You could name for twenty five thousand dollars that little reading nook where every child's gonna go and mm -hmm. just like sit in there in a cozy bean bag and read. That's cute. And I think. This one's cool too. The teen studio. I'm ex very excited mm. about. We've the never teen. had a That's teen be space before, so we're looking for sponsors for that. And um, we have this coffee area. Mm -hmm. I I was gonna reach out to Starbucks maybe down in Milford, see who bought that franchise, oh. and see if they're interested oh. in naming the little coffee area. That's a great so, idea. It can be a corporate sponsor. We're not against that. Yeah. Or. Um, Anyone in town or anyone who's listening right now. So naming rights in November, that's a big deal um, because we want to push that thermometer up outside mm -hmm. the library. At the end of November, we have one other fundraiser. The foundation is running Giving Tuesday. So you know this is a global giving mm -hmm. day. Um, anyone in the world can give on Giving Tuesday, and it is a Facebook fundraiser. So you go on our Facebook page, the Mount Vernon Library Charitable Foundation's Facebook page, and you click on the fundraiser. It starts Tuesday, November 29th. It's one day. So for 24 hours, you can click that donate button, pop your credit card in there, and that's yeah. going to go straight to the um, library project. And all of those this year will be matched 25% mm -hmm. by the National Endowment for the Humanities that's Grant. Right. So we didn't have the grant last year right. for Giving Tuesday. The last couple of years, we've had generous matching donations. Like someone will say, like, oh, I'll give you $5,000, see if you can get it matched. Yeah. So we know now for sure NEH grant is giving 25%. So that's super exciting. And if you already are a donor of the project, mm -hmm. um, you might get an email this week. There is 
there are donor levels that if you have given a certain amount and oh. and people have given multiple donations. Right. So like if you've given yeah. every time to Giving Tuesday yes. and you gave to I've given multiple the times. neighborhood fundraiser they did this summer. Um, yeah, that's true. It's all been adding up, but you probably don't oh. know how much you've given. No. So the foundation wants to let the donors know like, hey, did you know that you have given $2,000 to the project so far? And did you know that your name is already going on the wall of the library? So they have these different categories. So if you have given um, up to $250, you'll be noted as a bookmark donor. Neat. And it goes from $250 up to $25,000. So um, you might already be a bestseller or a page turner. So all these cool. all these titles have different amounts. But we're going to let you great. know because you know maybe you're only $50 away from being oh, a sure. rare edition. Right. How there would you, go. you know? So Round up. Um, expect an email if you have gotten a donation. But this is exciting times for the library project. And I will say the library trustees and the library building committee have met. I, I feels like daily. Oh, sure. <laughs> feels like daily. It's a ton of work. But um, all to get that, that bid out there. So mm -hmm. exciting. Bids Very won't good. come back until after Christmas. You okay. want to give all the construction okay. firms yeah. lots of time to review. Yeah. You know, it's a distracting time because it's the holidays sure. coming. But this is business. So Absolutely. Um, some firm is going to be super excited to be a part of the project. Of and course. Give a really competitive bid that mm -hmm. we can work with. And then, like I said, I hope that this is a warrant article as we're going into town meeting we'll this look year. For it. So incredible news, you know, once every hundred years, right? Right. Right. So it's exciting. Other Excellent. library news. Um, we are kind of wrapping up the fall programming. Last night, we had a really good program. We did um, watercolor painting. Remember, that was oh, in memory of Hazel Milligan. Yes. So um, yes. on the table right now in front of Amy, we, we left the centerpieces. They were, they were quite cute. They look lovely still. Yeah, we've got yeah. cake stands piled with pears and some flowers. But mm -hmm. um, it was so fun. The talent in the room last night was incredible. I saw the pictures on the library Facebook page. And my goodness, you had some talented painters <laughs> so last night. So Jill evening. Weber yes. was here just doing her thing. She's a professional illustrator. And yes. then we had Lena Pepper, who teaches art oh, at, hers at the high so school. Pretty. Joanne oh just drops paint on paper. It's like a masterpiece. A masterpiece. So, super yep. fun. And we will have one more session of watercolor painting in December. And I think we're going to paint vintage Christmas ornaments. Oh, and fun. I would love to pack the room. So I know Yay. we've been keeping it to 12 people. Yes. But I think we'll we'll move all the books and move everything out of the way and try oh, and get yeah. as many people in here as we can with lots of uh, uh, Christmas music and fun and, and have one last painting night. Because it was great fun last night. And the best part was like everybody was talking about what, where they were going for Thanksgiving oh, sure. and what everybody was yeah, cooking. So it plans. felt like we were already at the Thanksgiving That's table. Great. So that was Ooh, good. I hope I'm not busy for the one in December. I'd like to do that. Yeah, well, we haven't picked yeah. the date yet. Okay. So you tell me when you're available. <laughs> Um, also, we have Thanksgiving um, centerpiece. Sue Reese is coming back, <gasps> and she has exciting. a fun idea. She wanted to do like a circle wreath shape, okay, and then it ha it'll have candles coming out. Nice. Of it. So Perfect. instead of um, maybe like a vase a centerpiece, yep. or like she's done boxes down mm -hmm. the table. Yep. So this yep. is going to be fun. And I just bought the candles, and she's going to bring all the flowers and That's goodies. Great. Now she is a real florist, so she's mm -hmm. going to be busy that day getting. Everyone oh, else's yeah. kind of Thanksgiving goodies. So she's coming in late, 7.30, and we're going to, like, you know, make our should thing. We, should we bring dinner for her? Is she coming Honestly, straight from Woodman's we got to do something for her because she's going <laughs> to be tired. But um, 
that is something we look forward to every year. Absolutely. And um, it's going to be beautiful. She was talking about putting maybe some vegetables in there, maybe some nuts. Wow. Yeah, she had all kinds of ideas. So She's so creative. She is so creative. So we're grateful for that. And for um, Christmas programming, we haven't put things on the calendar, but we yeah. we were talking about a book ornament night. We saw a fun, fun. thing on TikTok. And, of course, the Dollhouse is going to be back Can't in the library. Can't wait to see that again. And I am hosting the Hillstown Co-op Holiday Party, which we haven't had because of oh, COVID. Yes. So in the past, um, I have such a small library. It's hard to have a meeting here. I don't mm-hmm. have a meeting room. Right. So I usually right. volunteer for the holiday party. You've done that before here. Yep. Right? And I we're closed. That. Yeah. So we kind of clear the decks. Mm-hmm. And I have to get, I think, 16 directors in here. Oh and the state librarians okay. invited to. You but can do it. I mean, it's always been good feedback where they say, like, oh, it's darling in here. But, like, this is the size of their lobby, you know. Right, like, of course. For some of the directors. Of course. But um, we try and do it up and have a good meeting. And at that meeting, we're, we're planning for the next year. So it feels like mm-hmm. a little party. So that's exciting. And I know Joanne has some plans for the kids. She's actually talking to a patron. So we'll catch up on what she is doing okay. with the kids at the mm-hmm. end. But. Um, I'm excited for book recommendations. What should yes. we be reading? I they I already saw a sneak peek at best books of 222, uh, but we'll talk about that next okay, month, next of month. course. Sure. There's still yep. things being released, Absolutely. like right now going yep. into the holidays. Yep. So Good what stuff. should we Good be reading? Okay, so newer books. Th- these are books that have come out just in the last few months that I've read and really, really enjoyed. Um, and it's too bad that I hadn't read this before last month when we were talking about witchy books. Mm-hmm. Um, Our Crooked Hearts by Melissa Albert. Our Crooked Hearts. Our Crooked Hearts. It is this is the, older or newer? It came out in June. June. So it's okay. it's, so it's, still. it's still fairly new. Um, it's the witchy book you didn't know you needed to read. It's, it was so good. It was so entertaining. Um, I listened to it. I listened I'm to this while I was making my Halloween costume this year. And I just loved it. It, it had one of those, like, um, part of the storyline was happening in the past. It was about what happened to this person's mother. And then part of the storyline is in the present about what's happening to her in the present day and h- kind of how those two storylines blend together. Is that and a it, rabbit on It's the a front? rabbit, yes. There's Rabbit is, plays a, a part Ooh, in, that's a in it. It's, 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 not, it's not really creepy, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit, because there's, there's some witchcraft, you okay. know, there's spells being cast. And, um, yeah, I just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, not not scary, not like horror, thriller, scary, just like, like good, witchy, fun story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other book that I read, I'll actually also listened to, that I really, really liked lately was called Upgrade by Blake Crouch. Oh, my and book club. My family book club read two titles. By yes, that I actually really like him a lot. He he does science fiction. The Dystopia other feeling, um, a little bit more, science more fiction like, more. like okay. very. It's very current science fiction, and he he's a very sharp, witty writer. Uh, the other books that he's done are called Dark Matter and we have dark recursion matter. recursion, and then now Upgrade is his book that came out this year, and he's really good at kind of taking. Um, current science current issues and blending it into a really smart science fiction so recursion was like time travel right and and upgrade um, is more upgrade is kind of about um gene manipulation yes and it was i could totally see it being made into an absolute summer blockbuster movie Mm. it's got it's got that kind of building excitement and it's got a little bit of um like if you ever watched the movie, what's the Nicolas Cage movie where it's the um, 
Where he rips off whether no, whether in whether in Philadelphia and um, National Treasure, okay, you know where there's like little things that they have to solve to try to get to the next. You know they're figuring out something. There's a little bit of that, and then you've got the sci-fi, and it's there's also it's a little bit of a family drama. Um, really, really entertaining, just fast-paced. Loved that. Uh, the other book, oh my gosh, Maggie O'Farrell. The Marriage Portrait. Oh, how was it? Wow. Was I it mean, that good? Oh my God, it's so good. So when I went to the bookstore, when it was released, yes. they were like handing it to oh, me. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, was like, I already got it. I already got yep. it, right? Yep. So that one came out, um, oh, Upgrade came out in July. Hamnet. The Marriage Portrait came out in September. Hamnet was her previous novel. Correct. Um, so there was a lot of, I think, expectation Very for high. this one. Very high. And initially I thought there's no way she could write anything as good as Hamnet, but this was really, really Yay. good. It felt really, I mean, it's written about a, a young woman in 16th century Italy and about her marriage and what happens. Mm. Um, and it's, it's loosely based on a true story, and I'm not really giving anything away by saying that the, the woman that it's based on um, dies within a year or so of her marriage because you... It's it's one of these books where the the tragic thing you, you know at the beginning that this thing the has happened. Does it go back in and time? And it, it goes it goes back in time. So it kind of leaps back and forth. So and, and it made me think of Eileen Neighbor, our patron Eileen Neighbor, because she does not like storylines that that have you know multiple <laughs> oh, no. multiple timelines. So Eileen, maybe this one's not for you, um, <laughs> but it does. It, it's 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 her in this Lucrezia in her present day. And then also going back, it starts in her childhood, up until she gets married, and then it's then it's told in flashbacks from, and her present day. And so you're thinking, how how as you're reading it, how is this book going to resolve? Because you know, because it's because it's loosely based on a true story, so you know what the end is. Mm-hmm. You think you know what the end is. Maybe that's the the best way to put it. Because there's a it's. Oh. Yeah, right, so I, I don't want to say too much. We have that book here. We do have that book. And if you haven't read Hamnet, you should maybe take both Definitely of them read for Hamnet. the holiday. Sorry. Yes. Um, and, and she's written a lot, Maggie O'Farrell. She's mm-hmm. written a few other books. Um, Instructions for a Heat Wave, that was one I, I listened to a few years ago. Um, I'm actually right now, well, I'm going to talk about that one later, but I'm listening to another one of her books right now. And then there's a nonfiction book that she wrote called I Am, I Am, I Am. Oh, I read that. And it's a memoir, and it's about seven, I think it's 17 different episodes in her life where she had a brush with death. Yes. Like where she almost drowned, she was on a plane that almost crashed, all these different stories. That's hers, that's Maggie O'Farrell. That's a fast Um, read. Yes, it's a Mm -hmm. fast read, and it's it's super compelling because it's her true life. So that was, yeah, so... Maggie O'Farrell. Um, older books that I've read recently that I wanted to mention. Um, I have been on this kick about um, I wanted to read a certain number of Booker Prize winning novels and also a certain number of Pulitzer Prize winning novels. And so one of the ones that I read recently is The Narrow Road to the Deep North by Richard Flanagan. Mm-hmm. It won the Booker Prize in 2014. And again, this is one I audiobook I listened to. And it's a heavy it's a heavy story. So this is about it's World War II. It's a man who is Australian and he is captured by the Japanese and he's in a prisoner of war camp building the they referred to it as the Thai Burma Death Railway. So it was this railroad that uh, I don't know if it was the British government or whoever said it couldn't be built. It's just not buildable this area of land and the Japanese said 
course it is. We're going to do it. And we're going to do it faster than you think it could possibly be done. And they used all these prisoner of war soldiers in deplorable, awful conditions, just basically working them to death, literally working them to death. So, and again, it's another one with multiple storylines, uh, timelines. Sorry, Eileen. Um, it's just so beautifully written. And it's, it's one of those stories that you get that, like, there's a little bit of things going on in the background, and then everything just comes full circle and all ties together, and you just go, wow. So totally can see why that one won the Booker Prize. Definitely worth reading. Um, maybe not a beach read. Maybe not right. something you're going to bring on vacation <laughs> light, with you. Right. It's, it's not light. It's really not light, but it's just really, really beautiful. Uh, a light book that could be a nice vacation book is one that I also want I just listened to called Mary Jane by Jessica Anya Blau. Oh, it's got a pastel cover. And the names uh, are separated. No. I've seen two different covers. There's another one called Jane. Okay. I, maybe I'm getting it. Oh, Jane and Fiona. Oh, yeah, no, okay. not that one. Mary Jane. Um, so Mar- Mary Jane, it came out in May of 2021. And it's, I've heard people call it, um, compare it to, what did they say? It was um, Daisy Jones and the Six meets Almost Famous. That's what I heard someone Ooh, describe like it as. So it's set, it's set in the early 1970s. It's this young girl named Mary Jane. I think she's 14 or 15 years old. And she lives in this very, that's it. lives okay. in this very kind of proper household and she gets hired to be the babysitter kind of the day nanny helper babysitter for um doctor and mrs so-and-so down the street and you know the the window dressing is that doctor and mrs so-and-so look very proper and and together um but once you get in the house things are actually very chaotic they have a five-year-old daughter so mary jane is taking care of the five-year-old daughter the doctor isn't a well he's a psychiatrist so he's not like a medical doctor that is seeing uh physically sick patients he's he works with people on mental issues and his one client for the whole summer is this super famous rock and roll star and his movie star wife who move into their house and the babysitter for, gets to and the there? babysitter is there and she can't tell the secret this is a good that premise. he that this movie star is living in their house mm-hmm. and um she, it, it's it's just the story of what happens to her over this summer and how she has these these clashes and conflicts with her very very conservative, very buttoned up parents, and she's she's seeing all these sides of life that she didn't know existed. You know, people talking about sex and people um, smoking marijuana, and you know, um, just she's so naive, but so sweet. And they don't corrupt her. It's not that kind of a book. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you get to see her kind of inner dialogue as she's, she's her horizons are getting expanded in a, in a very, you know, age-appropriate kind of way. So I don't have this way. book um, on the shelf, but I just looked it up. It's on Overdrive. Lady, yes. Um, yeah. In both audio and e yes. So it sounds like it would be a good audio book. I listened to it. And are it you was, traveling it was, for Thanksgiving? Get Mary yeah. Jane. It was worth listening to because... Um, Is there music in it? There, there Well... The woman who does the voice, she she sings a little bit because the characters are singing a lot. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, um, there's a song. And I, I don't want to say anything about it, but there is there is an actual song that's recorded that is played at the end that has to do with the story. 
Um, so that was that was a really fun, easy, light listen. The book that I'm listening to right now, and it's killing me that I didn't get to finish it before I came today. I've got 35 minutes get left. Get back in the car. I know. <laughs> i got to go for a ride when I, when I get out of work tonight. Uh, the Vanishing Act of Esme Lennox, and this is also by Maggie O'Farrell. This one came out, I want to say it's like 2007 or 2008. This one's going way back. And oh my gosh, it's so good. Like Maggie O'Farrell, I, I feel like I've said her name a million times already, but she's just really an incredible writer. And this is about... Is she American? Uh, you know, I don't even know. Right. But she's I British. Would, I would guess British, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I wish I'd looked that up. Uh, this is about family, about sisters, about women and the, the, you know, the, the power of women. Um, and in, in some cases, kind of the not women not having power. What I, is it called? Um, yeah. The Vanishing Act of Esme Lennox. And this was actually recommended to me by another patron of ours, Sally Hogan. When Ooh, we were, she reads everything. She reads a lot. We were, I think it was when we were talking about Hamnet. And she said, have you read this book, The Vanishing Act of Esme Lennox? And I said, no, I hadn't. And I'm finally just getting to it now. So thank you, Sally, for recommending this book because I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, family secrets, drama, like it's oh, nice. really, really good, really good. Uh, books that are newly published that I haven't read yet, but that I'm looking forward to reading. There's a book that just came out November 1st called The Cloisters by Katie Hayes. And this kind of also made me think of sort of like a national treasure, kind of like a secret figuring things out. Um, so that sounded really, really good. Um, Janet Ivanovich has the next yep. book. Uh Oh, what's her name? Stephanie Plum in the mm-hmm. Stephanie Plum series. It's the 29th book. Oh it's my called. Gosh. I know, 29. I know. 29. Rise and shine. We 29, have book one so. if you're interested yep. in starting it's called, our legacy series. Yep. It's, it's called Going Rogue. That's the latest one. Going Rogue, Rise and Shine 29. So, um, you know, it's the 29th book. They've gotten formulaic. I mean, I think everyone knows that. That's sure, not a knock to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes there's comfort in that, in knowing sure. that, you know, Stephanie's car is going to get continues. blown up at least the once. Girls. You know, <laughs> grandma's going to go to a funeral and, and nudge people out of the way to get the cookies. You know, she's going to end up having to drive grandpa's old car. Uh-huh. There's going to be family drama at her, mm-hmm. her parents' house. The mother's going to be mashing the potatoes a little harder than she has to be. <laughs> you know all that's going to happen, and you enjoy it for that. Right. So. Um, looking forward to that. That came out November 1st. And then the other book, I just heard about this one. Um, This was this year's Booker Prize winner. It's called The Seven Moons of Molly Almeida by Shehan, I'm not going to say it right, Karun Karuna Tilaka. Good. Karuna Tilaka. Good I, think, I think that's right it. I think I've got it right. Mm-hmm. I had written it down uh, phonetically on a different piece of paper, and I lost that piece of paper. <laughs> so that came out on August 1st. And the story, the gist of that is, I believe it's set in Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. And the main character is a gentleman who wakes up or comes to consciousness and realizes that he's been violently murdered. So it's yeah. he's he is his soul and he's been separated from his body, so he's now a ghost. And he has seven moons, so seven months. Uh, he He knows who murdered him, and he has seven months to try to get his family, the people and his loved ones, the information to kind of help nudge them in the right direction to help figure out who murdered him. So... Um, and that's that's that one. So that's coming out. That's that's out now. It came out August first, and it just won the Booker Prize last oh, month. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that one's out. Beautiful cover. Very colorful. I gotta get that then if it won the Booker yeah. Prize. Yep, won the Booker. 
books that are upcoming. So these are books that aren't out yet. Uh, I think I mentioned, I might have mentioned this one already. I don't remember. Spare by Prince Harry. Oh, everyone's thinking. Everyone's mm-hmm. ready, ready for that. Release. January 10th. Yep, that one so comes out in January. It's not a holiday read. Not yet. <laughs> no, no. Um, and then Hellbent by Lee Bardugo also comes out January 10th. Okay, good. This is the sequel to her book that came out a few years ago called The Ninth House. Yes. That was really excellent. Fantasy magic kind of a little dark and twisted but she's really good at that she wrote the ya series um shoot it just went right out of my head i can see it well she's got a couple um yeah she did a couple so these are adult novels they're not ya so hellbent that comes out in january and then the last thing i want to mention alice hoffman just the other day on her instagram page uh shared her next book is called the invisible hour and that's coming out in august okay of next summer Save so the date. Look out for the invisible hour. Yep. Awesome. Thank you right. for your Lots. recommendations. Of course, <laughs> as always, we put Amy's um, recommendations in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't write it down while you were driving, listening, don't worry. They're yep. going to be there. They're, they're all gonna there. They're going to be there. Um, I just finished a fantastic book, which I'm having a book club tonight with my family called The True Crime Addict uh, by James Renner. And this is the true story of um, a journalist who is obsessed with true crimes, and it is the story of Maura Murray, who disappeared, and they still don't know where she is, Mm. in New Hampshire, (gasps) up north on a road. She had been in a car accident and was on the side of the road and uh, where there's no cell service or anything. She was a college student at UMass, and she was in a car got run off the road, a neighbor drove by. Like, just imagine you're on Francis Town, mm-hmm. and you pull over and you say, are you good? And she says, yeah, I just called AAA. But you're like, really? Because there's mm-hmm. no signal. Everyone knows there's no signal on Francis Town. But she said she was fine. And then you mm-hmm. pull away, and then there's a story the next day that she is missing. <gasps> and wow. you saw her last, and you're like, no, she said she was okay. So, like, the, the story is told by this journalist who became obsessed with the case more than the police. Wow. And her family. And he has he has a crazy obsession with true crimes. And um, so he followed, um, I'm going to say it wrong, but there were two women in Cleveland that were abducted and kept in a basement for oh, a period God. of time. So he followed that story. Mm-hmm. And so he's an investigative journalist, I should say. So like I'm going to have a huge book discussion about it tonight. Nice. And, oh, tonight. Oh, and wow. um, where is Maura? Like we, her mm. family is still looking. Everyone's still looking for her, and where could she be? And all the clues and where her last phone call was, and and it's like interviews with the people she went to college with, and she was like really smart, and she was a runner. She was too smart to be abducted. So I'm mm. looking forward to this conversation. Wow. But um, the short end of it is that I did it on audio through Libby, and I was cleaning my house last Saturday, and I just <laughs> turned it on, and I never turned it off. Oh my gosh! It was six hours and forty four minutes because I just have to know where. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going to highly recommend that. And it's on Overdrive. Very nice. Libby, so you can get that for free. What are cool. you reading, Joanne? Oh, I just finished one of my book club books with the kids. It was so good. It was called Small Spaces. Ooh, is that the one you met? Yeah, we just met just yesterday, met? my fifth graders. They were talking, talking, talking about oh, it. Oh, well, it was pretty creepy. And I thought to myself, shoot, did I give a book that was too creepy? But they all could handle it. It was really good. good. Um and so, anyway, I'm in, definitely in the season of reading oh. 
children's literature. One book right a week now. for book clubs. Yeah. So I did just pull out um, the hol- it's never too soon to start a holiday book. So I pulled out the cute Debbie McCumber holiday books oh, and yes. um, is it Paul Evans mm-hmm. and um, there's a couple of Pattersons out there too. And then I took the Nancy Thayer book called Let It Snow, which is a oh, cute. Fun. It basically sounds like a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woman who owns a toy store in Nantucket <laughs> falls in love with a sailor who's shipwrecked. You know, like, <laughs> but it's that time of year. Um, we will be putting out mm-hmm. all of the holiday books. Mm-hmm. The second Thanksgiving is over. Mm-hmm. And also, bah, what are you bringing in on December 1st? Oh, I can't wait. It's time for the dollhouse to come. Mm-hmm. Family of mice are ready to move in. I, I did just get... Another mouse is going to be coming with his violin. I'm very excited. Um, Um, If you're new to the podcast, tell -hmm. them what the dollhouse is. The dollhouse was given to us. First, I got the uh, contents of the house without the house um, by Tony and Annette and Lorelika, who live in town. And uh, then the following year or two later, they gave me the dollhouse with the permission of their child. They um, Nicole, I believe is her name, uh, Tony and, and, and Annette and, and the grandparents made this dollhouse for their daughter 40 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. It's a fabulous uh, nine room mansion and they gave it to me to take care of and I bring it in every year from Thanksgiving to about New Year's and a family of Lovely felt mice live in the dollhouse, mm-hmm. and um, we decorate it up, and it's um, it's an amazing thing to come and see. It has and, an eye spy mm, list. I love the eye spy so list. So charming. The eye spy list. Right, you might great. not see those cute cookies in yeah. the kitchen unless it's on the eye spy so list. So I've done a few upgrades. I can't wait. I might, if I have time, redo the kitchen floor, and there might be <laughs> a there right. might be a baby grand piano I heard there's new lighting. There's new lighting. I've been I've been trying to figure out if I should get it um, get it wired. And um, the dollhouse store is like way, way, way behind, like mm-hmm. over a year behind. I feel like that's something you drop off in July to be done in Yeah, and I tried to drop it off and they were so behind and it was not going to be ready months ago was not going to be ready for this mm. year so for in the for this year i've i'm trying some lights that are um rechargeable battery operated so we could bring a headlamp and let someone wear ah, so hopefully <laughs> we can have them all lit up during the whole day and then Good. when the gl- girls close the library at night they can recharge those lights and put them in because um, last year it was quite an expense. Well, now I would call it a tradition that we look forward to. Like, of course, there's a dollhouse at the library. Go see it, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was kind of like a surprise. Um, I think Wait. they'd be surprised if it wasn't here now. So yeah. we're excited. It's a lot of work, but thanks for bringing her in and getting it's, her it's all fancy. It's a lot of work, but I um, it's a great joy that I have. So I thank you that you let me take up the space. Of course. Mm-hmm. So, so you were talking with a patron when we were going over programs, oh, um, right, and we sorry. have this awesome fantastic wreath in front of us what right. are you doing in november for um crafternoons yes friday child program friday crafternoons the event the program that is sponsored by uh beth kershaw thank you beth um is something i've been wanting to do in there and tomorrow's friday crafternoon is a beautiful thanksgiving or gratitude wreath made from all paper 
it's really quite beautiful different leaves and we're going to um, cut out the leaves and fold them with the veins and write with a beautiful gold pen different things that we're thankful for on the on the different leaves um, it's a lovely keepsake I would keep yeah, it forever especially if I made mm -hmm. it with my child mm -hmm. I mean that I would keep it yep. forever I love so. it so I hope they have a good time so everything is in a kit and um, the child and the grown-up could be a grandparent could be a parent mm -hmm. will come and get their little kit and we'll craft together Nice. For about an hour, uh, last month's was went over very well, mm. and um, we did pumpkin garlands. That was fun. Yeah, that was hard work. And this one um, is got a lot of steps, but they're they are very doable. Mm -hmm. I know we can do it. Awesome. And so that's uh, tomorrow. Huh. I can't wait. We are for sure going to meet in December, so I won't give away all the fun things we're doing in December. Mm -hmm. But I did want to say a big thank you to the friends of the library. Uh, they supported uh, Halloween 100% here at the library, mm -hmm. and boy, we went through some toys on Halloween. Mm -hmm. So thank you to the friends for doing that. And they also had a awesome bake sale at Election Day, mm -hmm. or on Election Day. Yeah. And they made um, a little over $1,000 on uh, the Election Day bake sale, but they sat there from 7 in the morning till 7 at night mm -hmm. and Amazing. served coffee and tea and all that money they'll just put right back into the library mm -hmm. so if you gave to the donation jar on election day bake sale thank you because that's how we pay for halloween and some of the programs yeah. we do here at the library so uh, join the friends too it's super easy you can mm -hmm. go on the website and click the membership form stop in and join if it's you, a nice group yeah if you join in november um we're going to get you all the way through 223 next year so it's an annual donation that goes mm -hmm. right back to the library so thanks to the friends oh, well and i wanted to say speaking of the, the friends um, we have great volunteers, but Meg Baker um, is our president, our current mm -hmm. president. And my goodness, she is a hard worker. Mm -hmm. So she was here the whole time for the Halloween treat giveaway. She sure did. Of course. And of course, she was there for the entire time for the cook, uh, the bake sale. Goodness. For... Um, for the election day bake sale there are other people that come and help for sure mm -hmm. we have a we do have a really good uh, volunteer base but um meg is just uh, she's president uh, material for sure for sure <laughs> so i just wanted to say that i'm always a very um grateful for all the mm -hmm. hard work and effort mm -hmm. and um cheerful cheerful nature that mm. she just knows that she's to be there even though you know she's got to be tired so she's tired mm -hmm. um you know where she'll be tomorrow i forgot to plug this and maybe I won't have this edited by now, but um, she runs Hooks and Needles, mm -hmm. which is yeah. the needle crafting group. So if you are a crochet, knitter, needlepoint, anything, they meet the second Friday of every month. And they happen to be meeting tomorrow at the fire station. Right. Because uh, of Veterans Day. Because of Veterans Day. They moved yeah. uh, their date. But for sure, mm -hmm. they're going to be meeting in December. And I think that would be a fun meeting to go to in December because you can see all their craft projects mm -hmm. that um, they're, they're probably group, wrapping up for Christmas. So, mm -hmm. yeah, if you are new to town or you have um, those skills, go and join that meeting. It's 12 to 2. It's open. You can go for five minutes. You can go for two hours. And I had some girls, um, my, my book club yesterday, said they had heard that there was an 
a knitting group. They wanted to go to it, and I laughed and laughed. I said, oh, that's for the ladies. Friday I'm so at noon. sorry. You might have to be sick. I'm that's so sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have a quick meeting tomorrow at noon, but I am going to try and get over to the fire station. Mm-hmm. I'm I just, going. I, you oh, are you going to go? I am. I, I want to learn how to crochet. It's one of my 101 and 1,001 things. Oh, I, I, Jackson's I, learning how my son is learning how to crochet. So you're hoping to get help from them? Yep. I bought, I bought yarn. I bought a crochet hook. And, uh, oh, they're going to help a, you. A needle, <laughs> a needle, and I have a pattern that's supposedly a easy beginner pattern. So. Okay, I have a giant <laughs> project. <laughs> yeah. Three years ago, I bought this cruel kit. It's a winter scene in New England, and um, it's from 1976. And I bought it on eBay because mm-hmm. my sister, my oldest sister, Pam, uh, used to do this as a hobby mm-hmm. and I have three of her framed pieces and I'm like this doesn't look hard I can do it mm-hmm. and I bought the kit and I panicked mm-hmm. and I even put it on the loom and everything so it was Ooh. sitting in my bedroom for three years <laughs> and then my daughter Grace moved home um, from she was working in Seattle and she's moved home to you know to work here in New England and I said oh my god she's super talented so I said I got the project out and I said we're gonna we're gonna stitch and you know what on Sundays <laughs> so when it's 60 minutes on Sunday we pull out oh, the stitching wonderful. and so I've barely started this thing so I thought I'm gonna bring it to um hooks and needles mm-hmm. and if I do a little bit every week in three yeah. years for sure it'll be done oh that's so funny yeah Grace was telling me about that mm-hmm. last night did you talk about our other thing that we did last night see I a was, little bit yeah I was a little okay. you were with a patron out okay. painting last Never night we did mind. cover it and mm-hmm. um your masterpiece is sitting here on the table yeah. so libraries are more than books everybody we're getting some crafting done here mm-hmm. we yeah. are doing community connection uh that's the future of libraries and mm-hmm. we fully embrace that so um have a happy happy thanksgiving it's everyone snowing again yes. outside thanksgiving. It oh is, my gosh it is this <laughs> this library is like a snow globe right. it's, we're all surrounded by glass and um it's fun i'm ready for yep. winter i'm so. ready to yeah. get your books You'll be okay, Amy. get I'm, your projects <laughs> We'll be back on the beach before you know yeah. it, but we're going to embrace yeah. the holidays and have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Um, if I were you, I would download a book for that car mm-hmm. ride. Yeah. And um, Harry Potter is awesome audio. And yes, it certainly is. You can find tons of stuff on, on Hoopla and Overdrive to entertain you on your, your road trip. So thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your turkey and your family and whatever you do on Thanksgiving. Yes. And we'll see you in a I think we'll probably do another edition in about two weeks and get ready for the holiday. So thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.